Bruins beat the Boston Bruins are now 12-1-2. That's good enough for first in the Atlantic. First in the Eastern Conference. And it's first in the National Hockey League. My name's Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. Uh, I would venture to say that 40 out of our now 45 episodes, you have led with the Bruins are first in the division, first in the conference, first in the National Hockey League. That and might be a stretch. Every time I haven't, it's been second, right? Like I, I don't think yeah. there was ever a time where they were below second in the National or they were eliminated in the first round. So there like we go, I'm, back to earth, just like that. I'm, I'm kidding when I say 40, but it's probably not that far off. It's probably like 35. I, I think it, it probably is like 40. If I had no job. When would, would it not be? I mean, next, last year they didn't lose it for a second. Yeah, they. it was like in the beginning of the season too. It's like for, I mean, obviously in the second half they completely ran away with it. But it's like, I think it was the same thing last season, wasn't it? Like in the beginning it was like Bruins Vegas kind of back and forth. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I'll tell you, we started the show after the season started last year we did it was uh the columbus game that was the sure. first that was the first one because we spent half the episode talking shit about columbus and ohio in general that sounds right that was our first yeah. episode was just shitting on ohio it's like it's when someone brings up ohio it's all i got like i don't have any other take on it i don't have any other knowledge to contribute to the conversation it's just oh oh uh, that, that's it it's just that noise I will say, I think of all the states, I, this is me doubling back here. Of all the states that get shit, I think Ohio gets too much for what it is. They're shittier states. Yeah. You know I what agree I mean? With that. Yeah. And Ohio gets a lot of it, especially the kids. The kids have beaten the Ohio meme to death. And it's like, I I think uh, there, are, there are worse places to be. You've been to like New Jersey? Was... You ever smelled New Jersey? I fucking hate New Jersey so much. Like, tr- I hate it. It's, it's, I, I, how does a, an entire state smell? How do you accomplish that? It's like right on the borders too. It's crazy. Like I mean, I, what, in fairness, they're sandwiched right between New York and Philadelphia, which are got to be the two smelliest cities in the country, next to New Orleans, which doesn't even count because I that, mean that's that's a tough sequence of cities. That's not is. great. No, you know what I saw today? Uh, the Devils ticket sales or not ticket sales attendance, which is basically the same fucking thing. Their attendance is up thirty four percent from last year. They're the highest increase. The Devils. The Devils. Isn't that crazy? The Devils are not good this year. <laughs> like, it makes no sense, right? No, went up 34%. I have no idea why. Great. But, I mean, the second was uh, the Blackhawks, which makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm surprised that's not number one by far because they were low yeah. last year, I think. Well, they were not you would good imagine. last year. Not good this year either. Oh, my God. They know they came back a bit. Did they? Oh, <laughs> never mind. I'm on ESPN's website looking at the league, and I have it filtered by goals allowed, not points. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, they're third in the division. They're fine. Nope. No, they're not. No, they're not, they're not fine. They are no. uh, five, eight, and O. Oh. Oops. <laughs> Oops. You know what's funny? Uh, the Sharks have five points in general. Yeah, what well, we said they were on on pace for less than eight, and I think they're on pace for like. 27 now or something like that oh i know they ruined it i mean but tank, imagine dude, ending a se- imagine ending a season with 27 points no the bruins have 26 now <laughs> the season hasn't the been going had- on for a month yet like yeah the bruins were north of 126 last year so it's fun to it's fun to be uh, here's a fun little thing dude it's episode 45 so i think we have to mention this Oh, <laughs> I know it's the Joe Morrow episode. It's the everybody. Joe Morrow, a man. So Joe, 
<laughs> How did you preface it? Were you like, who do you think of when you hear 45? Um, I forget what it, what it was. I, it was oh, something... oh, 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 oh. It was the guy in New Orleans. Every I was like, every time I hear 45, I hear there's a bellhop who said something funny to me about the number 45, which sounds insane out of context. But I was like, every time I see number 45, I think of this bellhop. And you were like, every time I see it, I think of Pedro. I was really stoned when I said that. And I, I had a minute straight of being like, is Pedro 45? As if I couldn't look it up. You just sat there staring at a wall thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, trust your instincts, Rob. Like, just go with it. Uh, but, but yeah, the, the, so that led to yeah, yeah, hockey. You then asked me who the last player to wear 45 for the Bruins was. Excluding Copen? Jonas, Jonas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who were very briefly, and before that, it's 2014, Joe Morrow, and I immediately said, "I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who Joe Morrow is." So I look him up, and I start watching a clip of his first National Hockey League goal, and just looking and sounding at, him, I'm like, "This seems like something I should know." And the year was 2014. I was like, "I absolutely watched this game. Did I?" And I it just kind of clicked back into place. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Joe Morrow, of course." Like the most like that's a nothing name. That, that there's nothing to grab onto there. Yeah. Like I don't know why I have some kind of connection to him. I don't know what it is, but. I wanted to bring it up when I was talking to you about him, but like I, I definitely liked him at some point when I was like 14, 15 years old for some stupid reason. But I'm, I was like, Oh, he must've been on the Monarchs. No, like going through, I have no idea why I have, I had some affinity for Joe Morrow as a kid, uh, Joe Morrow's career. Um, uh, first of all, he's playing still, he's in the EIHL, which has been in the news a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed, but, uh, He's been bouncing around. Let me listen to this tough stretch, people. I think this is the stuff people care about. This is what they tuned into a Bruins podcast for. If you want another show to go break down the X's and O's, so we got for you. So yeah, go check got. them out. This is what we're here for. Uh, he from 2019 has played by year in the KHL, in the SM Liga, KHL, KHL, the Swiss A League, and now the EIHL. That's brutal, brother. That's brutal. And you know what else that says to me? is there's no need to get personal here there, that says to me joe morrow doesn't have a wife or a family because no shit. no <laughs> loving woman no loving human <laughs> would travel from even have uh, a winnipeg to binghamton to minsk to wherever assad minsk. is <laughs> like god bless you know uh the joe morrow thing it made me think about for the first time in a long time uh, Mr. Matt Bartkowski. That's another Why? name. You're like, oh yeah, I don't know. I well, he was 43. At first, I was like, was okay, Bartkowski okay. 45? And it's like, no, he was 43. Um, yeah, I was. I remember like, no good players have ever worn 45. I remember uh, our freshman year, the our our door had a five digit lock code on it, mm-hmm. and the only way I memorized it was to say Louis Bart Nickel, because it was. 2-1 for Louis Erickson, Bart 4-3, nickel 5. That's the only way I remembered it. I so because of that, I'll nickel. never... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dill. I don't, I don't remember him. No. Uh, but that, that's the only way I remember it. So now, of course, I just will permanently remember that Barkowski was 43 and Erickson was 21. But uh, Matt Barkowski, also playing hockey, uh, currently in the AHL, has been there for the last couple of years. 
he was with the Wild organization, but now he's he's with the Rochester Americans. So who is that? I think that's the Rangers. That I would believe Pretty that sure it's the Rangers. I would believe that. I choose to believe that. We got all I got. That's all I got. AHL got team. We got to get an AHL team back up here in New Hampshire. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm so mad. The Monarchs were my fir- my introduction to hockey. I used to be really excited to go to Monarchs games. I love the Narks, dude. The Narks Your were PSNH power play. The Narks were awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever told this story on here, but uh, the last like two, three years, the Monarchs existed. They were uh, an ECHL team, which is like all guys that I played with. Like they're just, it's just watching your old buddies play. And uh, the, there was like 400 people max at these games. At Goose, dude, please, man, I'm in the <laughs> middle of a story. He doesn't like how you're telling it. Should I tell it a little sillier? <laughs> oh, my God. We used to bring full six-packs into the Verizon Wireless Arena. They would, like, security didn't even, like, there was no metal detector. They were just like, yeah. And just scan your ticket, bring a six-pack up to the balcony, and you'd be the only people on the balcony. They don't care. It was awesome. It was $4 to get in. It was awesome. <laughs> Surprised that they charged you. Yeah, they were paying us in in a way. Uh, now, we, we we should talk about the burn. I feel like I, I'm, I can yeah, do a little this. bit. Yeah, I would we, love yeah, to just bullshit with you. This is what off-season pods are for. We should do an off-season pod one day. Do we want we didn't do <laughs> we, did, we didn't do it at all. Do no. we want to start with... Uh... A little, a little teaser. Oh my god! I a was little app to lead with that. You were supposed. I forgot too. A little appetizer. Yeah, ladies and gents. Next Friday, a week from when you're hearing this, Black Friday. Some people call it when you're doing your Black Friday shopping. We got a new storefront for you to check out. Here with me, merchandise, folks: t-shirts, hats, coffee mug. Just Be the one a mug. Part of history. Get the stuff and it for the first 24 hours for Black Friday from midnight to midnight on Black Friday. <laughs> you're going to get 15% off. So go on. You don't have to only, put if, in a only code. if you cough like an old man. Only if you do that. And if you scream like my cat or if you find a way to silence him, I'll give you 100% off. I'll send you everything we got. Uh, it's going to be 15% off. Kill my off. cat. Get a shirt. <laughs> Kill my cat. Get a shirt. It's the worst carnival booth of all time. Um, yeah, so co- come on down. We'll post the link. It'll be in our bio. We'll have teasers and stuff out on the um, socials, social, just Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll have it there if you're looking for the link. Uh, the store won't be live before then, but then after that, after Black Friday, the store will just be up, and uh, you can get your stuff. Uh, like I said, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, mugs, uh, and we got stickers. <laughs> we got them. But. Bye. But. But the, the problem is we can't sell them correctly. We can't sell them in the same place. Yes. We got a little, uh, what do you want to call it? Overzealous. We got a little zealous. I get excited because we've you been talking excited. about it for a long time. And like we've put the feelers out. People are like, yeah, I'll get some stickers. So I got some stickers. I'm holding them right now. Um, stickers. You guys can't see this. No, but they look Trust great. that I'm holding a sticker. Mm. believe in me it's a lot of faith to put in you dude i know bear with me though we got stickers but we're gonna have to set up another place to get them so they're not going to be on the main store though we'll have links to the stickers maybe we'll put the stickers up for sale before black friday i say i I have an etsy shop ready to go yeah it'll probably just be an etsy link we'll have it in the bio or something yeah 
it's we'll it's live. It. If you find it and order it, go for it. But like we'll we'll share it on the socials yeah. before long. And they're what? I think it's like with shipping. I think it, it's like yeah, six bucks. It's like six bucks. I and like I'm literally I'm mailing it myself. Like it's it's nothing fancy. Um but yeah, they're they're I think we list them at two fifty, but then like with shipping and everything, it's about six dollars. Yeah. Um but yeah, but get that's the stickers. Hey, Bruins are first in the National Hockey League. Get some stickers. Yeah, we got and we got a couple other like uh we've been racking our brains trying to think up with some like some good uh other things we can be adding to the shop. So as the mm-hmm. season goes on, we'll be doing some like little limited edition drops. Mm-hmm. Um already have and like there's fun stuff too. Like I think that's what you're getting. Like that it's not just logo stuff. There's fun stuff too. Yeah. I want to talk about the Potter one. Can we talk about that? Or should we yeah. wait? Yeah, yeah. So, There's the ape. Yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Okay. The only other one I could come up with right now was I want it to be Matt Potter themed. The idea originally was going to be in the vein of like my child is an honor student and it was going to be a picture of Matt Potra. But we do not have the rights to that nor to charge for it. So we kind of had to work around it. Uh, so the current one will be 51 is my son, but it looks nice. It, it does look nice. nice. It'll, it'll and, be a sticker or a mug probably most likely. And we should put this out there. If you guys have idea, cause we were trying to think of what, what good moments yeah. from the show deserve a t-shirt. Cause we, every, we say it all the time, but we never like made them. So now we're at the, we're at the critical moment. So tweet at us, DM us, I don't know, whatever, get in touch with us and say like, Oh, you guys said this would be a shirt. You should do this. We'll do that. Help we us got, out. We got a couple ideas. All right. Um, now, are you good? Are you are you finally done with what? I don't know. This oh, monologue that we're on. Dialogue we're having. About. I'm good. Thanks, man. All right. Perfect. Finally. So those can Bruins. I finally talk about these Bruins games? Please go for it. They won a couple games. They kicked Buffalo's butt. Yeah. Kicked it up and down. Ten different went... players with points. Four first goals of the season. Four. Now, people were... Here's the fun little thing. There's There's been, like, a few narratives throughout the year that have... Uh, they've all gotten, like, one week's worth of legs. And it's so funny how quickly everybody jumps on the same bandwagon to talk about the same shit, and then all of those talking points just die out. And for the past week, it was... Man, Hampus has got to get going. You know, he's not contributing offensively. He scores one goal. That narrative is gone. That that conversation is gone, which like proves how like small the legs were to begin with. That it's like, yeah, we're just gonna talk about that till he gets one goal, then we're done here. He, I, yeah, his his offensive production is different this year. And under Monty, you'd expect defensemen to be getting more involved. He doesn't seem that involved. He's also working with a lot of younger guys and is probably playing a more stay at home game. And they've also been scoring enough to win. So I don't know if that's anything to be concerned about. I don't know how much offense you need out of every one of your defensemen, but whatever. I just thought it was funny how that one goal just silenced that entire thing. And I think every in off of that, Debraska has been under fire in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, under fire is a little aggressive. It's, it's been a talking point. Uh, and I think it's more indicative of the fact that no matter what, people needs a negative to talk about yeah the bruins are 12 one and two again like we're doing this again apparently <laughs> like i are the best team I, in hockey yet again we ever all of us wisely were like okay <laughs> last year was cool this year let's just try to maybe creep into the playoffs 
And again, mid-November, we're like, can fucking anybody beat these guys? Like, other than well, Detroit? Well, not if Jake DeBrusque only has 30 points this year. Yeah, I mean, he's four, he's won four. He has a goal and four assists for five points in 14 games. It's low for him. No doubt it's low for him. Yeah. I test. I don't have a fucking one problem with Jake's game. Like, it's just an on-the-board thing. And again, they're twelve one and two. It's, it's fine. He will score when they need him to score. Like they're they're fine. They're not losing games because Jay Tabrusk only has five points. That's the thing, is like there's nothing to point to, like, oh well, what's costing them games? Well, they're not losing games. So that nothing is costing them. And if you're looking down the line, you don't know what down the line is going to look like. You don't know what your roster is going to look like down the line. You don't know what your lines are going to look like. You don't know what your opponents are going to look like. You just don't know. So like trying to project out like, well, once they get into the playoffs, they're going to need secondary scoring. Will they? Because like there were teams that get deep that rely on one or two guys. It happens. And there are teams that make it deep into the playoffs because their goaltenders stand on their head and they allow 1.1 goals per game. Like, it happens. I don't know why we need to look for a problem when we can just be like, man, things are working right now, even though Jake's not getting on the board, even though Hampus isn't shooting that much. Wow, they they look different. What looks different about them? How is this working? Instead of like, well, where can we poke holes in this? It's just going fine. The, bo- the ship is sailing, and they're like, hmm. I don't know. It could sink if you hit an iceberg. We haven't. There's no. There's no ice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got distracted. Looking you zoned at out there big I, time. You good? I, I was. Yeah, I was reading. I was trying to find more advanced statistics on Jake DeBrest. Um, because I feel as though he's played penalty kill a lot this year, like more so than previous years, which I think would kind of be ammunition in the. Everybody calm down. Gun. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you know how, you, you know how debating goes. works, right? Like, yeah, they say something, you shoot them, you win with That's, your gun. Yeah. I was not on my high school debate team they, for long, <laughs> but I was notable. They remember you. That's for sure. Everybody does. The, uh, the the DeBrusque stuff, I think there's like a bunch of factors to point to. I think it's also like the line he's with, and I think it's the number of shots that he's taking. Yeah, he's he's on the just, third line now, right? That's not typical for him. He's usually top two. No, he is he is uh on that second line because that's uh Jake Coyle Freddy. No. It's the third line, isn't no. it? JVR no. Coyle Freddy. There's they're switching around they're all, so much. They're all over the place. What's even the I swear yeah. to God, I watched this team. I promise you. But yeah, right. I in in short, yeah, everybody talked about Lindholm and DeBrusque and ooh, is it a problem? And no, it's no, fine. Right. Relax. They're fine. Um, and everything's then, too fine. The, the one that we really missed uh was the trade bait uh Olmark for uh a soft hand job from Edmonton yeah. trade, which no, it was. It, what was it? It was. I think it was Omar, a hand job was, and, it, and a greeting card. I think they also threw in a greeting card in there too. Oh, that's nice. But did they yeah. sign it? Yeah, I it think was it one was, of those what, ones what, that plays it, music. It was like Olmark and nothing else for Ryan Nugent Hopkins in a second rounder. 
It's like, way to dream big, guys. Like, really give give up that Vesna winner for. And the thing is, it's like that. It's not that there was a report. It was just like some NHL trade rumors account that was like, hey, what about this? And then everyone was like, I got to put my opinion in on this. Do you? Do you need to find every hypothetical trade and be like, well, this is why this wouldn't work? I don't think the team came out and said, hey, guys, before we make this trade, what do you guys think? I think it's just a dumb trade idea that has a million holes in it. I don't think you need Brian Nugent Hopkins. I don't think he's the player that he used to be. I don't think that that salary cap, that that salary works with your cap. It doesn't make any sense. So it was like, it was a fun little thing to debate on Twitter, but I don't know why actual media heads were like, let's mull this over for a bit. I think we're good. We got it. I think it was Ty Anderson who was talking about oh, it was Ty it? Anderson or Razor. I like Ty. I like Ty a lot. Uh, come on the show, Ty, please. Yeah, uh, I didn't say that, Ty. That wasn't about you. Uh, my bad. Uh, whoever said it, saying that like Edmonton, more than any National Hockey League team in recent memory, desperately needs a goaltender. Any goaltender. Never mind the Vesna winner. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving them that, you bend them over the barrel. You'd be like, you need him way more than I need the return. Mm-hmm. So like fucking cough up. Give and me again, dry sidle and keep half his contract. <laughs> that I would entertain. Probably. I mean, that would be that would be the crazy. That would that be would like, be okay, one. all right. You know what? Maybe there's something here. Maybe yeah, I'd drive Linus to Logan, but like, like yeah, that's not right. that's not happening. Take him out to pasture. Like, yeah, God bless you, Linus. But I I also think there's just again now we're doing the thing. Like yeah, I we're, just we're doing we're very much I, doing the thing. The Nugent Hopkins thing aside, just the idea of trading one of the goalies. It's one of those like it ain't broke, dude. It yeah, ain't broke. Don't, we're not doing, and it's not going to happen too. Like and they, they aren't, such they aren't doing it. It's like their whole thing is all the the chemistry they have, right? Like why would you like mess it. that up? Yeah, just yeah. I don't, I don't like he's, it. He's so cheap. I don't, I don't know. You have the Vesna winner on a five million dollar contract, and people are like, "Well, what could we get for him? Nothing that good." You could get Nothing another season good. as number one in the league. You idiots. Hate, no. hate people. Yeah, not my favorite. Uh, but yeah, <sighs> anyway. no, they're rocking two goalies all season long, and they're almost certainly rocking the tandem in the playoffs. I I fucking hope they are. Oh, I mean, God, that, you can't make that mistake twice. Like it was the only mistake that they made last year, like all season. I can't imagine they would bang their head against the wall and just try it again. If it is, then then I'm gonna riot. But I yeah, do not expect I mean, that to happen. You, you can't possibly. I mean, the thing no. is, like, you know, every coach tries to improve and get better and learn from their mistakes. Monty didn't have many mistakes to learn from. No. So if he doesn't learn from, like, the, the big one, I mean, I don't know. I think that's a whole organizational thing because, I mean, we can talk about this forever. The, check yeah. this one off the list. We're talking about it again. But in, in you know, games five and six, like, it, there was – input from all other sorts of places. You know, it wasn't just Monty. It was the goalies themselves. It was goalie Bob. It was the assistant coaches. Uh, There's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. So I have a concern. <sighs> oh, okay. Is it Jake DeBrusque not getting on the board? How did you know? Uh, I worry that we're not going to get Lucic back on the ice in November when he's still rocking the handlebar mustache. That's a legitimate concern. I, they posted that video of them about the mac and cheese, like fork or spoon. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're running out of time because mm-hmm. he's eligible to come back on Saturday. He won't, though. He will not because he is not up to up to recovery. Just he hit a road was... bump or whatever they call it. Yeah. Speed bump. Road, yeah, block. He said it, road bump. He, uh, Monty <laughs> said it's not dramatic. It's just a little bit longer. So uh, I think they put out a week. Um, yeah, yeah. Which would be another like three ish games. They play quite a bit next week. Um, which I get him back or just keep the handlebar. Not opposed to that. Can you either. do that though? Past Movember? Is that his whole thing though? Isn't he who's going to like... go up to Milan Lucic and be like, you need to shave that? I mean, who, is who he has the balls? Uh, Milan if he Lucic. wants to, if he wants to, I, 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 it's I, a legitimate I, concern. I also think, the, I don't think that he's going to be back by November because I don't, I mean, the whole thing was like, yeah, we got him on the ice and, uh, well, it didn't go as, as he hoped. It's I like, no kidding, because if you've seen the video of him on the ice, I mean, oh, no exaggeration. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. Bum, he is really trying. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back on Black Friday. That's my guess. Yeah? Yeah. Because um, no, no, no. he's definitely not back this Saturday. We know that. So almost certainly wouldn't be back on Monday against Tampa. And then Wednesday, probably not against Florida because they're traveling. But then Friday's at home. So I would say Friday. I think that's... that's against I two? Guess, uh, Detroit. That's a new Black Friday matchup. Was the Rangers. And then for some reason, a couple of years, it was Carolina. And I had adjusted to it being Carolina. And now it's Detroit. I'm like, okay. Sh- okay, sure. What are we doing? Why not? And then the next day, they have back-to-back matinees on Friday and Saturday. And Saturday's in New York against the Rangers. Well, they got to squeeze them in on Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody, listen, the families gather around on Thanksgiving weekend to see Bruins Rangers. Are you still on your thing where that's not a legitimate rival? Even a lowercase r. I was I was about to say I wish that was a rivalry, yeah. it it Okay, all right. It's not. It's not I would I don't want to use the word rival, but it's heated. Every Rangers game for the most part gets pretty heated. Trent Frederick is gonna fight somebody. Is it Lemieux? Brendan Lemieux. Is he still in with the Rangers? I uh, know he was at the end of last year. I, I think Frederick is contractually obligated to fight Brendan Lemieux every time they play against I do each remember other. that being on his deal, yeah. No, he plays in Carolina. Even better. Hi, Goose. Uh, but all the same, Truba's still there. Um, no, like Rangers game will get feisty Saturday matinee. Why not? Even the Detroit a Saturday game. afternoon game. You can't fight in the afternoon. Does anybody fight in the afternoon? I think I would they like can to see this. You. I would like to see the stats of like how likely hockey fights are to happen in a night game versus a day game. That'd be interesting. Because I would imagine that you guys don't want to fight midday. We'd be getting into those baseball stats. Because I said day game. Oh, just like the advanced, like, the, oh, on Saturdays before 3 p.m., he is 25% more likely to fight someone who is 6'2 or taller. Hockey you know how you were just way, saying dude, that? Just yeah. because, just because, I don't know, the advanced stats, the advanced stats in hockey legitimately scare me. Because it's like, I, I, there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve. And I, I don't want to be the old man who's not caught up. But as of right now, I'm certainly the old man who's not caught up. Even the graphs are hard to read. It's it's so new. I mean, like 
I guess it's not that new, but like for the first two years, three years, I remember being like, shut up. What are we I doing? Have, I have to look up how to interpret Corsi every time I read Corsi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saying it now, I, I I couldn't give you an explanation of what it is. I, I know in the past I've gotten a decent enough grasp on it. And I can again, but I don't have that right now. And that's fine because it's there waiting for me. Also, I just sent you on Twitter a video of Stuchel's overtime winner because they the Senators and Red Wings played in Sweden today. And this is a bananas, oh, yeah. bananas goal. Crazy. If you didn't see it. Who played? Who played where? The Senators and Red Wings? Yeah, in Sweden, I believe. Oh. Oh, that's a good transition. If we oh, that's banana lance. Yeah, just like a pass that gets disrupted by a stick and like floats over to Stutzel, who's by himself, who just baseball bats it out of the air over the head of the Red Wings goaltender. Who that's against insane. all reason Oh, it's Reimer. How good. Reimer avoided the puck. He dodged the puck. That's, did he? He did. Watch that again. It's coming out of his head and he ducks. That is insane. You know how you avoid getting hit by the puck when you're a well, goal? Yeah, it's, it can be scary. It can oh hurt. God, he did. He straight up dodged that. Yeah, it's, not even a little bit. Like he pretty, pretty blatantly dodged that puck. Oops. Oh, Reimer. Glad Whoops. you're out there still letting in goal, overtime goals. Oh, goose. Now, uh, do we want to talk about Quebec? Because we're before we get into the Habs game. Yeah, I don't have much to talk about. We could touch on it. So, yeah, the Bruins and Kings are playing a uh, exhibition game in Quebecois at the most poorly named arena of all time. What is it again? The Videotron Center. Videotron Center. That sounds like a blockbuster competitor. Videotron Center? Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. I thought like, you were going to oh. say like a blockbuster caliber movie. Like you no. see like a, you know. No, that's blockbuster at home. It's just like, no, we... Can we go to Blockbuster? No, that's on the other side of town. We're, we're going to Videotron Center. I had Video Thunder I growing up, which I, I appreciated. I had I had Movie Gallery. Video Thunder's better. I win. Yeah, Video Thunder was is way better. Hell yeah. I miss Video Stores. Okay, we're gonna, now Me we too. are going to sound old. Yeah, I don't like advanced stats. I miss Video Stores. What happened to floppy disks? Yeah, those are the days. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, they're playing. they're playing at the Videotron Center. Um... Quebec tease for Quebec. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Just put a team there. Listen, as like, <laughs> as somebody who loves to rag on Canadian fans of all breeds, the NHL should be like 15 and 15 USA and, and Canada. There should be way more teams in Canada. Every no. somewhat major city should have a team in Canada. And then like the American team should be like Boston, Detroit, Minnesota, Put one in Duluth, Arizona, and then obviously Arizona, Las Vegas, and Florida. Like put them, I just put them all along the border. Like that's where hockey is. I don't know. Like the, the idea to take a team out of Quebec, I just will never wrap my mind around. Jesus, but yeah, I mean that's going to be one that like they're going to have trouble uh, broadcasting because there's going to be just so many people holding up signs and chanting about like bringing a team here, and they're going to be people wearing Nordique stuff and whatever anti coyotes things like they're going to have a really hard time having that anywhere. And like the league is going to be not too stoked that it was there, which leads me to believe it's probably going to be a one and done. Probably, which will be awkward because it's going to go really well aside from all of the calling for 
permanency in Quebec. Yeah. Terrible deal for the Kings to have to go yeah, as what? far as fucking possible. Like, well, like there could be Australia. They who's playing in Australia? They they had a uh, exhibition game in Australia this year. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was I don't know if it was the Kings. It was the Coyotes and somebody. I think it was the Kings. Because they Logan might be Cooley as close to Australia goal. as they are to Quebec City. I'm picturing Three. a globe right now. That's reasonable. Pretty even. I'll buy you a globe. Which going back to the Manchester Monarchs makes a lot of sense why the <laughs> LA Kings AHL team should not be on the exact opposite diagonal corner of the country. Uh, 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 uh. Now the Habs game. I was at a wedding. You were at a wedding. I was, I at, was a wedding. at not a wedding. I was at a professional wrestling event. That's not a wedding. No, it's honestly, it might be the opposite of a wedding. Feels like a lateral move. It's a good alternative yeah. or a great after party. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have some mm-hmm. ideas to write down. Now, now here's the thing, Rob. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Should Habs fans be embarrassed that they didn't sell out for their first game against the Burns this year? They didn't sell out that game? They did not sell out the game. They don't sell out every game? Their attendance was 21,105. Their capacity is 21,273. So they were about 158 short of a sellout. So is it time to maybe move that team to Tucson? Tallahassee, Florida. It's a good conversation. I mean, look, we we got to, somebody's got to be brave enough to have this conversation. But if you're not going to fill, listen, you got a great team on the ice, lots of talent. Team team 32 at the end of every season has to relocate. You won't see me arguing. And team one, team one, the president's trophy gets to choose where they go and what the (laughs) name is. The Tallahassee losers. (laughs) Uh, But no, I, I, I was that on the dance floor at this wedding and it was great. It, it's one of my very good friends, and uh, he, the the bride—that's the word. Her family's from New York, so they walked out to remind me again the the trumpet music for the closer for the Mets. Uh yeah, Timmy trumpets. Yeah, yes, yeah, that one, which was really cool. And then when the bride and groom walked out, the Bruins goal horn started going, and then Zombie Nation started playing, and they walked out to that. So that was really cool. And so I was like, I, and I already told him, like, I am watching the Bruins at your wedding. He was like, you have to tell me the score. So I, I'm, I pull it up and I'm on the dance floor and they score 36 seconds in. So I'm like freaking out and I go up to him like, what up there? At that point, I thought it was McAvoy's goal. Cause all I saw was a goal was scored and that McAvoy led the fist bump line. Something that I was called out for on Twitter. My mistake. Right away too. Yeah. Immediately. Almost. Um, and it felt good. I It just felt like with the night I was having at a Bruins fan's wedding, I'm like, yeah, of course they're going to beat the Habs. And then they didn't. I don't know why they did that. It was weird. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I am okay with it because, one, still got a point. Mm-hmm. And, two, I knew we were playing them a week later. And I'm going to that game. And they are not losing to Montreal. They're not losing to any team twice in a row. They're not losing to Montreal twice in a row. I think they're going to spank no. them on Saturday. 
dude, Canada's not good at hockey. Uh, maybe I take back what I said. Because, like, they're so they're seven, seven, and two. Ottawa's at the bottom of the division. They're seven, seven, and zero. Buffalo, who's an honorary Canadian team, apparently. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. Then. Yeah. They're seven, eight, and one. And then Toronto is two spots above. So if you're looking at the bottom five spots in the division, Canada makes up four of those spots. So you guys had a great run the first hundred years of this game or whatever it was. It's our turn. But, it, but it's over. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that they got a point, like you said, it's hard to care too much that they lost in overtime. What a position to be in to like, lose and be like yeah that's gonna happen sometimes what are you gonna do it like to to a rival or a former rival because we can't even we can't really claim it right now because they're they're so bad they're so bad and there's no player rivalries going on like there's like no there's like if you're excited because it's Bruins Habs because there's like a long history like over like there's just like it's in the air but you can't be like, oh, and I'm excited to see Lucic match up against Subban. Or I'm excited for this person to go against this person. Because there isn't really any one thing right now. No. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the game where it's Swayman. Yeah, Swayman got involved and yeah. challenged Montembeau. Which I'm like, Swayman, we love you, buddy. Already. You don't need to fight a goal. No, I want you to fight a goal. Go ahead, fight the goal. Yeah. That uh-huh. was awesome. I mean, that it was that would have sparked it all back again. That would have been good. Still, that w- that could have been it. It's because we didn't have Lucic out. Lucic out there, did Dude, Luch, I feel bad for him. Luch is gonna. Luch is so excited to be back in Boston. He's gonna step onto the ice in Montreal and be like, "Where is everybody?" Oh, dude, that sucks. We're getting Lucic back for like likely one year, and we only get he was only playing in half of the Hams games. I know that's uh, and it's not even guaranteed. I know he's at but like, least but the missing thing is, it's two. not going to be the same thing. I think he's going to get out there and be like, where, like you said, where's PK? No, where's I, yeah. It's just, I think he's going to bury somebody to his first game back. He's going to have like 10, hits. like a bowl. Like, he's just going to see the red Jersey in charge. Literally. Yes. Um, but yeah, this game, I, again, I, I caught glimpses. I watched overtime on a bus, which for me is a terrible idea. Cause I get motion sickness, but I pushed through you're a warrior, bro. I try. Thank you. Uh, the Buffalo game, however, that I did see. Saw yeah, did. all of it. Yeah. That felt good. That felt very cathartic. That felt like the like a palate cleanser after an overtime loss against your quote unquote rivals. I mean, that one just that felt fun. That was just yeah. that felt fun. That was oh. fun for me. Just the 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 pure domination i mean you you called it hats off to you you called it before the game but Bang. they needed one of those they needed a game where they just showed they're better than another team not like squeaked out not squeaked out but not managed to pull one off or whatever or just being happy getting a point but to come back and cuz if that had happened twice in a row you know if they they lose in overtime against the sabers then it's like okay come on boys what are we doing and then you can start to poke holes and be like well this defensive pairing not work together or maybe the goalie rotation does need to settle down a little bit but nope, nope, they're good. They're good. They scored five goals in what thirty-five seconds or whatever it was. Um, it felt like I mean th- three in the first, three in the second, and then just took the third off. Just said we're all good. That should be fine, let's, right? Let's, like, two like, in the second. That's not great math, Joe. But yeah, I mean they scored all five goals in the first half of the game, and then just said you guys we're good from here, right? 
Uh, also, back to my earlier point about DeBrusque. DeBrusque yeah. led all Bruins in shorthanded time on ice this game at 225. Yeah. So, again, if he's pulling more weight defensively, I will excuse the reduction in offensive production. Personally. Makes sense. And I think he's going to... I don't know. Him getting some more power play time, it'll all even out. Potter's cooling down a little bit. Nothing bad. If anything, bad. I'm a little happy. Hold on one more thought on Jake DeBrusk. Oh, it's a oh, tiny okay. one here. If okay. anything, I'm a little happy because that means Jake's not going to get a ton of contract offers. Maybe we can keep Jake around. I would think he would want to stay. Right? I mean, it, the story has changed about 12 times. Yeah. Man. Well, I, I just like, I don't know. Like, with, I, I don't, this is like a parasocial relationship moment, but like, I don't know. I would think his relationships with like McAvoy and Posternock, like, who are locked down, that he wouldn't want to leave. Like, if he's going to get good money to stay here, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely picture a team like overpaying him. Like, that's, I'm sure it would be one team with a ton of cap space. Like, Chicago being like, hey, you want, want to come play with Bedard? And like, uh, Matt Potras cooled a little bit. Or yeah. At least, like, nothing yeah. bad. Like, he had an assist in this Buffalo game. It was on Heinen's goal. Um, I notice more each game how much he reminds me, not of Bergeron, but very specifically Krejci. Really? Big, big support guy. Big, big support guy. Like, often not like he's like a almost like a secondary assist kind of guy. well then that's not that's not necessarily true i don't know i in moments when they're in the offensive zone or you're looking for someone to take a shot he's rarely positioned in a spot to take the shot like he's always in like in a better spot to set somebody else up like he doesn't at least lately seem to be in the shootings in the shooting lanes which is totally fine. Nothing wrong with having a, a big playmaker at center. And I think for his age, his defensive game is pretty sound. He's getting good power play time. Uh, not a shorthanded player by by any stretch right now. No. Face-offs are okay to not great. Like he's That's not a strength of his. He went two for two against Buffalo, which is fine. Um, Beecher went 11 for 15. Wow. That's a home game for him too. That's a coming home game. Yeah, that's huge. Uh Peter's really I I don't want to say heating up, but like I think I'm warming up to him a lot more. I think he kind of got lost in the shuffle of the season or like with how well he's actually been playing. There's just been a lot of guys to keep an eye on this season. There's been a lot of new faces and a lot of moved around pieces. Mm-hmm. Um that and I it's think- also just like you're living in the shadow of some of the some of the biggest hype. Yeah, yeah, and like maybe ever. Yeah, it's like and it's like him kind of falling by the wayside a little bit, like attention wise. Same with JVR, um, to a lesser degree, probably even Zaka. Yeah, I mean Zaka, Zaka comes with a lot of stuff, a lot of baggage. So I mean, there's, there's. What, What do you mean by that? Uh, I mean, he had expectations that he maybe didn't live up to and then the expectations dropped for him and then they kind of picked back up and then they've leveled out. So I don't care. I, I think his shadow is, is a very different one. It's a unique one. He's on pace for 66 points. Wow. He's on pace to go 27, 38, 66. Do you think he hits that? Yeah, I think he hits 60. Really? 
yeah, I could oh. definitely see 60. I think he's playing really fucking well. I would love to see him shoot it more. Um, same for Goyle. need production from somewhere, you know. Yeah, but they're getting at a lot of places right now. Um, and now that the defense is kind of kicking in, I, I again, I'm going to keep saying it. I think Luch, what Luch showed in his first couple of weeks with the team is that either he never really lost step or he's kind of rejuvenated coming back because he looked so much more impactful than I dared dream him to be like the passes alone. Like he his he was finding people tape to tape in grade a scoring opportunities consistently. And I think when he comes back, there's going to be like, Oh wow. Like all Luch two assists in his like first game or two, like already, like I I'm expecting that from him. Who do you think he's uh, paired with when he comes back? Uh, you know, I don't know. Up with. I don't know. I don't know uh, either. I could see them going back to Luch, uh, Beecher Lauco. If it's possible, I'm like trying to like that. think, uh, I don't know. I'm not great with this. <laughs> Because, like, the bottom six has just been, like, a, a jumble with all the injuries that have been going on. So, like, obviously, some people have to come out. Almost certainly Steen. Yeah, I think that's it, right? That Steen would be next. Well, no, because Steen's a center. Do they? know they don't have Steen playing a center. Right? Right? Uh, You know, they very well may. Yeah, well, somebody's coming up. But I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly not sure, but... Put him with Patra. Kind of like they had Luch with Pasternak when he was a rookie. That was a big line. Do you ever, do you ever think about how Milan Lucic played with Jerome McGinley for a while? That I mean, it's silly. That's it's silly so, that Jerome such a here. good pair. Oh, dude, McGinley, what a year. The story around that was so funny, too, because that was in the 2013 playoffs where at the trade deadline, the Bruins were trying to get him, and then he went to Peng- the Penguins because he thought they were a better contender. So we got old man Yager. And then poetically, the Bruins knock out the Penguins. And then the following season, the Gimlin was like, all right, all right, all right. I'll join you guys. He uh, still lives here. He does. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of guys that came to the team still live around here. Like, I, I, it's yeah. only been like a couple of years, but no, Char is still in Boston. Yeah. Why leave? Do, do you, have you seen that um, news report with Aginla? Yeah. It's like they had no idea who he was. It's just like, yeah, Jerome. It was like, like, yeah. Jerome from fucking Watertown. That's Jerome McGinley. <laughs> I love when news reports inter like they interview people of note. That happened yeah. a couple times recently. Clay Thompson, it happened to. That's what like it was. 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were asking about like all the scaffolding in New York, and he was like giving his opinions on it and whatever. And then they included the raw footage. They're like at, at the end, they're like, "Can we just get your name and your occupation to like put there?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, my name's Clay. I play basketball." Like professionally <laughs> you play basketball yeah they put in quotes plays basketball unemployed <laughs> uh all right what what other did we miss any other games uh yeah we missed the the islanders game right that's what it is that's who they are yeah the isles another game where they where they put up five yeah five so five two lost to montreal three two five to two win if we lose three to two in Montreal again, Whoa. bet bet the house they win five to two the game after. Whoa. This is another one I missed. Um, I missed the beginning of it at least. So, oh, this was the Coil game. This was the Coil game. This was when Charlie Coil was a man. Just decided to take over. 
I love when he and like does. and like you've needed that too. It's just like we talked about that at the beginning of the year with like their center depth that you were probably going to need Coyle to be like your one C. And like if he played like that, you know, ten games a year, he would be he would be exactly that. Like that's I'm not going to say that's the kind of performance you need from Coyle because that's like you know that's a that's not the game of a lifetime, but that's like damn close to it. That's a great great game. Um, but it's just nice to see that he can hit that that his ceiling is such that he can reach that. The stat line is so good. Three goals, one assist, plus three, six shots, two blocks, and went 56% on the dot. He went nine and seven. That's a monster game. It's insane. I love so much when Coyle has these games. Because he's good for what a couple of them a year. Is he's good for a local. I don't know. He did it against Minnesota. Last year, and we were like, oh, former team something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I love when he does this. He just like, it's like, oh, shit, I can just win the game myself. How about I, just I can do just do that? And like, I've had no qualms at all with this game this season no. whatsoever. Like, no, I, I think he, more than anything, I just think strong, like just so strong on the stick, like so strong in the puck, like. One of the last guys I think you would want to have to go into the boards against would be Charlie Coyle. And when he shoots, when he gets like into that shot mentality, I love it so much. So, so much. So much. Yeah, he's a, I don't know. He's just a guy that when he takes over, he just, like you said, he just takes over. I don't know yeah. what that's about. I think it's great. Uh, um, easy guy to root for i don't know what that's about either but just an easy guy to root for i think i brought it up last year there was like some clips of him talking with some kids after a game if you're if you're good with kids dude come on game over by all accounts he's like the nicest guy too like just like a genuinely nice person he seems it yeah after his first goal he bumped into one of the refs and apologized before like even selling and like you mean the first goal of his career no 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 the first goal of that islanders game oh also, the behind the B was pretty good because they covered that. And at the end of the game, they're like, yeah, first hat trick. And Pasta was like, for us? He was like, no, career. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, of day? Yeah, but Pasta cannot comprehend never having scored a hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets one like every like every other week. Uh, Pasta and Locke leading the team in both goals and assists. 11 goals, 13 assists, 24 points. Uh, Charlie McAvoy leading the team in penalty minutes, 25 penalty minutes. Derek Forbert leading the team in plus minus at a plus nine. Forbert's been strong. I like Forbert a lot, man. Carlo, I, that's a lot of talk yeah. about him, too. So good. So good. I like I, that talk. Keep that talk up. This, I thought this yesterday, and I don't know if there's anything to this. I feel like he's this. I don't use the word generation because that's too wide. This. this Era, era segment of time yeah era uh seidenberg like not your number one defenseman yeah. but super reliable like really reliable like i think like, I don't, maybe maybe another step to get there i don't i i just think that they play very different games i think the seidenberg is a lot more physical carlo is not a very physical guy mm-hmm. despite being nine feet tall it's like on pay, if you had to describe Carly, you wouldn't come off with be like, he doesn't really play physical. Oh, is he offensive? No, he's not really offensive either. He just he just kind of doesn't fuck up. Like he's just a big body, uses his reach and his stick and his body position super well. 
and he can join the rush when he wants to. I love when he shoots too. I think that's exciting. He had his first goal of the season against Buffalo. Sure nearly did. missed. Nearly missed it. Nearly but missed it, but he did not. That's like one of those. If he misses that, that's when the conversation like is Carlo not producing enough? Like, no, I mean, he's been like so strong. I think it would take a lot for for that conversation to come yeah, up. He's just been fine. so strong defensively. I don't think there's going to be any negative conversation around Carlo. Um, Chris, like, I feel like isn't that far away, which means bye bye, Lori. Yeah, probably. Which is fine. Like I've Lori's Lori's good. I mean, the thing is that he, that's another Patra shadow thing. I think we were like, wow, we got like a generational center and a generational defenseman, and then with a little bit of time, they were like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about generational. I don't know. Maybe he could use a little bit more time in the AHL. Like, like what is it? How many games did he even played in the AHL? Like fifteen this season or just total in, in general. Career? I don't know. This season, not much. Yeah, he hasn't played much at all. Like no. I, I don't know. No, I, I, I a little I, bit of time. I think it's fine. Like I've very much enjoyed watching him. I think he's very good. He's a very fun guy to watch. But like, and again, I'm going to call back to what Ty said. He used the word raw, which I think is perfect. Just like a raw, like raw talent, as in it's there, but it's not there yet like he has the capability but it's not refined enough yet yeah which is where you go to providence and play 30 fucking minutes a game and the next season you come up and you're you're much better off for it and it's weird that when people hear like to providence it's like we're sending him to a gulag (laughs) it's like no like he's a child like it's like defensemen in the nhl typically do not like reach like real maturity ready to rock until they're like mid-20s and he's 22 so i would say he's ahead of the curve he's 22 he was in college last year he has played a grand total of 12 ahl games i hate his hair i can't get past it what is it that's not a haircut 12 rob 12 he looks like a character from recess he does have a silly little hairdo going on that does look like it's part of a costume. He's played 12 <laughs> AHL games in his career, Rob. 12. It's not, it's not enough. He's 12 games out of college. Give him, him a minute. Give him a minute. Yeah, he'll be fine. You went to Ohio State? Boo. What? There they are again. Am I bringing them up again? Is that another thing? Do I bring them up too much? Oh, that's, that's one of the things we bring up all the time is Ohio. Oh, Paul, Ohio. Paul Korea, Eric Carlson. Who we would Ohio. have to say he who ruined the Norris. Yeah. Ohio game five trip. Yeah. The list goes on. Good Everyone's stuff. Scott Stevens hit Paul Korea in the head. <laughs> in game five. Ruined his career. Uh so yeah, again, I don't I just need to see- think we need to go back before that because I think there's also a shot that we didn't talk about the start. No, we did talk about the stars game, didn't we? Yeah, we I, I believe so. This felt like a, a long, ep- like an episode that was long in the waiting, and we only missed three games. Missed. We only had three games to cover. I thought there was just going to be a one where we have to go back and talk about like six games. Yeah, it feels like we haven't checked in a while. When was the, yeah. we posted? I mean, how have last? you been? I feel like I haven't seen eh. you in seven years. Eh. Yeah, I saw you on Sunday. Was that me? Yep. We went to what a show. What were we doing? We saw Petey. We saw Petey live. That was that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. That was phenomenal. Did I have fun? You had a lot of fun. Okay, cool, cool. 
you had so much fun. And the, <laughs> I don't like, I have to tell the, the Joe story. So oh. the show ends. We it, Joe and I went with my sister, actually, who just also happened to be going to the show. And afterwards, we we decided to go get some food at the Raising Canes on Com Ave. And we place our order. We're waiting for the food. And they come on the speaker to like announce people's food. And they also were like, hey, Raising Cane's customers, we're closing in 10 minutes. We haven't even received our food yet. So we're like, okay, good for you. I'm eating here. So we wait. We get our food. Or I get my food, I should say. And then Joe's like, man, this is like taking a while. And then they come on the on the speaker. And they're like, order for J-O-W-E, Joey. And like the packed raising canes, like collectively just starts like giggling about it and laughing and looking at each other, like, what the fuck? Like, whose name is like Jowie? And I'm crying laughing. Like, and you have your hands in your on your face, and you just like kind of get up defeated and like mosey over in a way like, yes, everybody look at the freak name. Yeah, I Jowie. definitely want a lot of attention on me right now. Yeah. But what you just told them your name was Joe and they wrote it J-O-W-E. He, I said, Joe, and he looked up and went, Joey. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that works. And then, and then I don't know what they were J O W E. I mean, it's not even, it's not anything. I, he corrected me. I thought there was like a minor league chance that he was like, oh, do you, like I know <laughs> this is an inflated ego. I, was, I thought he was like, oh, yeah, I've, I think I recognize you. You know what I mean? I thought that oh, he was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Joey, uh, I almost said like, "Yeah, it's me, man. What's up?" <laughs> Dap him <laughs> instead, up. he was like, "Don't touch me." <laughs> instead, he was like, "Joe, I've never heard that name before. I know J O W E Joey. Do you want me to write that? <laughs> a name for the order? Joe with a W. <laughs> Where? Yeah, oh, no. wherever you feel. Ah, uh, just stick it somewhere. Yeah, I'll know it's me. Stupid. I'll know it's me. It's so ridiculous. Also, that's the first. But that was a great been. show. And we were going to do an in-person episode, but we didn't do it because we felt, I felt like it was worth doing an in-person one for the new art, which we have. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Yep. I'm excited. We sure do. I'm excited. But uh, we didn't. I'm going to get audited. We should start putting clips on Twitter because we have this like cool little background that we got here where I got to make a new one of these now. People are amazed when I tell them that we visually record every episode. They're like, you, I, you should start doing that. I'm like, oh no, we do it. Like, we there's just camera, there's anywhere. a whole background. It's just there. Yeah, just for us. I mean, gets me I, in the zone. You would be doing the work. So, like, yes. how difficult? Yes, yes. Uh, how difficult would it be to just like throw it on YouTubers? I hate. Well, I don't. I don't love the YouTube thing for a couple of reasons no? that we'll talk about off air. Okay. But, okay. Uh, the I I think we can just like snip segments that are like a That's minute fine. long and throw them on Twitter and like Again, not edit them and make like a little blah blah. Again, like captions. our division of labor, like that's you. I handled yeah. the tweeting and the clips and the memes yeah. and the <laughs> zealously ordering it's stickers. Also my, it's also my job now. That's like, part of like it. What I'm doing, yeah. like Monday to Friday, which ITM listeners, if you're over here from ITM, I don't, I don't talk about it on there ever. I've never brought up that I do that, but that's what I do all day, every day. So there is a little bit of me that when this comes along, I'm like, Ugh. Do I want to do another one of those? I'll do it yeah. in the morning. And then like the clip is irrelevant by the morning. And then I'm like working on other stuff. And then I'm like, I'll just make a new graphic or something instead. Cause that's, that feels more like a hobby than, than chopping up clips. I can't believe I'm complaining about chopping up podcast <laughs> clips right now. Am I a fucking loser? 
Oh, oh my god, my life is so hard. There are no. doctors in the emergency room right now. That's their mistake. <sighs> what a crazy job. Couldn't Can you imagine being a doctor? I was watching no, a, a little no, thing. Nothing. The Bruins talk is over, by the way, if you want to go get out of here. Yeah, you're everyone, good. Everybody. Bear with me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I was watching this like little documentary about a doc, like a surgeon's day. And it's like he shows up at work, you know, he has like his car keys and like Was that the cardiologist or the heart surgeon? I think so. I saw that too. Yeah. And it just hit me in this weird existential way of like, yeah, they're just guys showing up for work. He had a great if that's the same video, he had a really good quote. He was like, always tell they um when he's like talking to the people who are about to have surgery, he was like, You're nervous, but the important thing is I'm not nervous. Very good line. Very good line. Yeah. Like it's just been, it's just so business as usual. Like oh yeah, oh, what am I doing today? Right, I'm cutting into someone's beating heart. That right. was the, I think that's what did it for me. Is like when they're showing up, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, we got a kind of a busy day today. I got a surgery at eight, <sighs> and then we have a, a pre up meeting uh, ten thirty, and then uh, probably a little lunch break mixed in there, and then back at twelve thirty we have another surgery. It's like well, you have like a schedule, like you have like a Google calendar of like your day. Like you have meetings throughout the day. It's just, I don't know, man. Doctors are are bananas. I've also been under the knife a fair number of times. And those kinds of doctors, the ones that are like almost bored by you being there are always the best ones. Yeah. That's how you know you got someone good that like, cause they are using like 1% of their brain power to do it. Cause that's all they require. How? Oh, I'm sorry. I, can we yeah. very briefly go back to the Buffalo thing? We didn't oh, really Boston talk Bruins? about Bruins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Bruins. Now it would be fine. If like we all knew that Buffalo played both anthems and then it was just like I hadn't noticed. Right. But it seems to be that everyone was like, why are they playing both? And then everyone else was like, they've always done both. How are we all collectively only noticing this now? This is the Buffalo Sabres. (laughs) This is not an expansion team. Like. They've been around. We play them quite a bit. They are they're they're a fucking division team. Like, yeah. right? Am I getting my divisions wrong as he's searching and doubting division. himself? They're in the division. They're in the division. How did we not notice this? And why do they do? I, I remember I mean, I basically when you brought it up. When you brought it up, I did remember hearing it like two years ago, but I did like have to double check with you. I'm like, do they always do that? Cause I thought it was like some kind of special thing where maybe it was like COVID and they were playing elsewhere or something. Um, I couldn't remember, but yeah, I mean, it sounded vaguely familiar, but it doesn't make sense. Like to just be, because you're near the border, like Toronto's right near the border. Detroit's right on the border. Detroit borders Canada. They don't play both. I don't like it. Also, he didn't know the lyrics. That's the best anthem. He, how do you not know the lyrics? He improvised the Canadian national anthem. Oh, poorly. Canada. Oh, Canada. I will admit, oh, I don't know Canada. well enough to have noticed, but all of the, everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, you like, didn't, what is, you didn't notice that? He did that. He, I kind of tune out. He like, did I, get stuck on Oh, Canada like five times, like a very different melody like, we song. stand all right for the we thing. stand. Oh, Canada. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, a, oh, that was all I like could that. focus. I was like, <laughs> this guy's just like not singing very well. And then people are like, all right, first of all, why is he playing the Canadian anthem? Two, why does he not know the lyrics to the Canadian national anthem? <laughs> we don't normally do the Canadian anthem, but 
Greg said he wanted to give it a shot, so we let him. He didn't have time to rehearse or anything. He's just like looking frantically side to side. Like, I don't know. I don't know the fucking it's just, it's, it's Frank and it's always sunny. We're <laughs> yeah. playing Grand Flag. I don't know this song. I, I do, do not, not know, this, know this song. I do not know this one. <laughs> oh, shit. I should have tweeted that. Ah. That would have that been really good. I do not know this one. That's my favorite part of like what, what is probably the best. It's always on the episode. Frank's That's, little beauties. It's such a such a good episode. We should we should be the epicenter of Bruins always sunny memes. We yeah, really should be like the way that uh, there's the I rink you should leave. Yeah, we should yeah. have one. We should have one for it's always sunny. There's I mean, it so should be much. Us. It should just trip. be like you should just know like oh yeah, bear with me. Does a lot of sunny memes. Yeah. I could yeah. do that. Yeah, I just got to switch into the mindset of it's always funny. I'll just rewatch it again, and then I'll have it fresh on the mind. Wow, you have no idea how badly. That, I just always wanted to do Simpsons memes, but no one, nobody knows. Nobody gets what I'm saying. It's yeah, just you, me. You're an old soul, bro. You're a I Simpsons am. fan. You're a Seinfeld Man. fan. You're a Led Zeppelin fan. No, you're you're the Seinfeld fan. I'm not a huge Seinfeld fan. Am I, I, I always forget that. Are you not a Seinfeld guy? I like Seinfeld, but I don't really know Seinfeld. Like, no. I I feel like you know it. But, like, I would be on. I'd be like, oh, I yeah, always I thought you were one. a bigger fan than I was. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, you, didn't to you me, give me a Seinfeld book? I did for Christmas. I did do that. Um. To me, Seinfeld was the show that was ending when I turned the TV on to watch The Simpsons. Okay. I always caught the last like 30 seconds of a Seinfeld episode because that came on before The Simpsons at 7.30 on Fox. It was also on at 4.30, 5.30, and 6.30 for some reason. Bear with so that me. sound that, that sound to you meant like Simpsons or stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like the Castle Rock like logo. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Um. Okay, just before we close up, I want to one more time point out that on Black Friday, starting at midnight, our merchandise will be available with a cool 15% off. We would do more, but we can't. We just can't. We simply cannot. Uh, And look out for what is likely to be an Etsy link for the stickers as well. I have a couple ideas for other stickers. The stickers are a little different where those we have to we get ahead of time and then I will send them out opposed to the merchandise, which will be yeah. when you order it, it gets made for you and then sent out to you. Yeah. And, Working with Bonfire again. So anybody again, yeah. if we have any ITM crossover here, I don't know. I don't want to always assume that. And I know I've mentioned that twice in this show, but I never do. So I'm doubling down on it. This show uh, it's the same storefront. So if you've worked with them before, if you've purchased from them before. Same kind of thing. It's like a two-week delivery window. The clothes are really nice. The shirts are really soft. The uh, sweatshirt, I have the a, a crew neck from them that is like one of those, like it's fuzzy on the inside. They're really, really nice. I would, here's the thing, I would go a little crazy, get a size maybe too, too big of the sweatshirts because they are, they're great to just lounge around in. Sometimes, sometimes, Rob, I, I'll sit on the couch and I'll pull my little feet up onto the couch too. And Your I'll pull toes. my sweatshirt over my knees and I'll let the sleeves dangle down. And I feel like I'm wearing my big tall boyfriend's sweatshirt. You're a 10 year old uh, girl. I feel like a cute little girl, dude, watching the bees. <laughs> you, are, you are drinking a, a girl. <laughs> yeah, drinking a butt heavy, <laughs> gripping the can with my sleeves, <laughs> just swinging your legs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you want to feel like a comfy little girl, dude? Get these clothes. <laughs> that's that's gonna that's be the our. Tagline. That's how. Yeah, that's how we're gonna tweet it. Like, yeah. You too can feel like a cozy little lady. Like, but I actually have like already. DJ I already purchased in Full House, dude. Get these precisely. 
Yeah, I purchased uh, a hoodie, a Bear With Me hoodie. I will be shamelessly self-promoting. I'll be wearing it at the Garden most games. So yeah, if you see someone wearing a Bear With Me shirt, it's almost certainly going to be me. Mm-hmm. Say hi. Also I'm, important to mention that the 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 reason that we're doing Black Friday, well, because it's Black Friday, but um, if you order then, that Friday, it's guaranteed to show up by Christmas. We think Any it's about, later than that, it's not guaranteed. So it's about ten to fifteen a, business days. So yeah, you'll be you got safe. A boyfriend, then. you got a, a a sister, you got a brother, you got a cousin who likes the show. It'll be there by Christmas. Stickers should be faster because again, I am throwing them in an envelope and sending them to the post office. So shouldn't take that long. All right, you got anything else? Uh no. Again, I think the Bruins are going to wax Montreal on Saturday. Like I, I don't think it's going to be close. No. Uh, real quick, just if you have an extra hour, Hampus Lindholm is not scoring like he used to. He's not shooting the puck as much as he should. I think the Bruins, the season's over. You want to talk about that for a little bit? Okay. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for chilling with us. Thanks for buying the merch. Thanks for bearing with me. Yeah.